0: Final message on uh, wisdom um, through the ages through Proverbs series, and over the last few weeks we've touched on some broad topical themes uh, like decision relationship decision making relationships uh, and those kind of things that wisdom that we found in Proverbs on those. But today I want to drill further down into what Proverbs actually says about wisdom. So as Many of you are probably aware, Proverbs is a unique selection of scriptures. It's not pure poetry like Psalms or Song of Solomon. It's not an historical narrative like Chronicles or the Gospels, or it's not even a letter from one person to another. It's its own separate thing. we like to break proverbs down into a single verse or a pithy saying or a standalone truth which may or may not have any bearing to to the verses around it or the chapter as a whole but in proverbs 8 it's also unique to proverbs um, it is an allegory or a parable, a story, which is part of a bigger narrative in this first section of the book of Proverbs. But instead of me just standing here and and reciting Proverbs 8 to you all um, in its entirety, the Bible Project has created a very helpful um, video to explore this passage of Proverbs, which I want to begin this, this morning with. So Stephen, if you can play the video. So let me make it clear as we explore this passage on Lady Wisdom, as the, she's called, we are not talking about another separate person within the Godhead. Um, there is not a fourth person in the Holy Trinity, because that wouldn't work. Um, God in the Bible is Father, Son, Holy Spirit, as we've always, as we know Him. But rather, the writer of this proverb was using the lady wisdom as an allegory as an example for what wisdom is and what wisdom does for us so let's take a deeper look um, so let's take a deeper look into this person lady wisdom so I want to highlight five different aspects uh, or character traits if you will of her the first is that wisdom calls out to us I mean in Proverbs 8 4 she says I call out to you and I raise my voice to all people. Wisdom is calling out to each of us, to all of humanity. It may be, you may encounter it in that small, still small voice inside of you, telling what choice to make in a stressful situation. It could be come through sage advice from a trusted friend or family member, or even a stranger. Or it could be you recalling a scripture or in time of need. The point is that, when we seek wisdom, when we look for it, we will find it. It is not hiding from us behind a rock or somewhere hidden. It is there for us to find. God has given us his wisdom, but we need to be listening for it. The second thing that Proverbs 8, the second aspect that Proverbs 8 tells us about wisdom is that wisdom speaks only truth. In, in Proverbs 8, 7 to 9, it says, My mouth speaks what is true, for my lips to test wickedness. My advice is wholesome. There is nothing devious or crooked in it. My words are plain to anyone with understanding, clear to those with knowledge. Wisdom doesn't lie. It doesn't trick. There's no deceit in wisdom. That's not saying we shouldn't be prudent and discerning when we ourselves are speaking words of wisdom to others. I mean, there is a time and place for everything, and sometimes blunt honesty about someone's cooking will not be so easily received or welcome. But there is, wisdom speaks truth. It is affirming. It is not deceitful. The third aspect of lady wisdom that we find in Proverbs eight thirteen is that wisdom hates evil. All who fear the Lord will hate evil. Therefore, I hate pride, arrogance, corruption, and perverse speech. She hates hates evil. I mean, on the flip side of that, means that she, or Lady Wism, must love good. Which means they love modesty, humility, justice, kindness, and grace. I mean, have you ever had that experience where you've met someone and on the outside, like, you've just looked and they look great, they look all put together, they look like, like, they look like a nice person until they open their mouth and they speak. And that whatever they're saying, however they're saying, it just turns you right off from them. Well, and there is the flip side. Someone may look a little rough around the edges, you may think, but, when, but their heart... They have such a good heart that it shines through that and it and it makes any characteristics of theirs look beautiful to you. I mean, you think of the story of Beauty and the Beast, my favorite Disney princess, um, where you have Gaston, the handsome man, brave man, hunter that um, all the, the townspeople love, but his attitude and his words uh, just make him look look ugly, whereas on the flip side you have the beast who through circumstances appeared ugly to the world but through circumstances he had learned and had experience and Belle fell in love with him and who he was on the inside. And through that he was transformed into her ideal beauty in in the story. Wisdom, the fourth aspect of Lady Wisdom is that she is righteous. In Proverbs eight twenty twenty one, says she says, I walk walk in the way of righteous along the paths of justice. In the same vein of hating wisdom, um, hating evil, not hating wisdom, hating evil, wisdom is neither corrupt immoral. It is worthy. It is honorable, and it seeks justice. My caveat here is that wisdom seeks God's justice not necessarily man's. And this is where we can find ourselves a bit tripped up. We are seeking justice in an area that God says, that's not an area where you need to seek. If we are following God's justice, we allow God to work, we will see true justice for all of our community. The fifth aspect in this this proverb of wisdom is that wisdom gives life. In verse 35, she says, For whoever finds me, finds life and receives favour from the Lord. I mean, as this proverb is concluding, we see that lady wisdom, God's wisdom, was present at creation and celebrates and delights in humanity and calls those that seek wisdom as blessed. Whereas those who choose not to seek wisdom, they come to harm and ultimately death. So I want to switch gears for a minute. Um, So our leading leading question today was, um, who is the wisest person you've known? I want to talk about who I think is the wisest person that I know, that I think has ever existed. Jesus. Which, considering he is God, so it feels a little bit like it's cheating and it gives him a bit of a leg up on wisdom. But anyway, Jesus, he calls out to us. We read in the passage in 2 Timothy 1 9 to 10. He says, He has saved us and called us to a holy life. For God's sake, yeah, he did this not only because we deserved it, but because that was his plan. From the beginning from before the beginning of time, to show us his grace through Christ Jesus. And now He has made all of this plan to us by the appearing of Christ Jesus, our Saviour. He broke the power of death and illuminated the way to life and immortality through the good news. Jesus calls out to each one of us. Jesus also speaks only the truth. In John eight, thirty one to thirty two. Jesus said to all the people who believed him, you are truly my disciples. If you remain faithful to my teachings, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. I mean, truth has become a bit of an amorphous concept nowadays with the rise of quote-unquote fake news um, and everyone being encouraged to find their own truth. Truth seems like it's no longer an objective reality, but it is subjective based on what one feels is true at that time that is not truth Jesus and his teachings are an anathema to this worldly way of thinking and tells us that truth only comes through him I mean I you know, think in John 4:16, he says I am the way the truth and the life and no one comes to the father except through him the father from which wisdom comes from Jesus also hates evil. In fact, his whole purpose on earth was to defeat the power of sin and death, the evil that had a stronghold in the world and over us, and he does so through the work of the cross. In 1 Corinthians 5:57, we are told, thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. It is through Jesus, that sin and death was defeated. And so in that same vein, we can see that Jesus is is also righteous. In 2 Corinthians 5.21, Paul writes, For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin, so that we could be made right with God through him. Being righteous is not a bad thing. It's often thrown about as an insult, Um, being called self-righteous for example but it just means to be morally right or justified which in a world where there may be no objective truth apparently a single um, or a singular moral standard by which people live it may be seen, righteousness may be seen as threatening or even as judgmental but Jesus told us himself he doesn't come to take He comes to give. He comes to give us life. In John 10.10 he says, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. So my supposition today is that like Lady Wisdom, who we find in Proverbs 8, is an allegory for God's wisdom, it is also an allegory for Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is wisdom personified. So we can see that Jesus, that wisdom calls out to us, Jesus calls out to us. Wisdom speaks only truth, Jesus speaks only truth. Wisdom hates evil, Jesus hates evil. Wisdom is righteous, Jesus is righteous. Wisdom gives life, Jesus gives life. Jesus is wisdom. And despite what the world may tell us and what people who claim to have worldly wisdom and knowledge believe, his way is the only way to have a fulfilled and blessed life. So as we bring this service to a close, we have an opportunity to spend a few moments reflect, reflecting on what God has, wants us to take away from his message today. What has God been speaking to you today, or even throughout this whole series that we've been that we've been following? I will. I'm going to put a few prompts on the screen, which may help us during this reflection time. So, some things to consider: Who do you look for for wisdom in your life? Does looking at Jesus as being wisdom have an impact on how you understand Him or His teachings? and his teachings. And are you actually choosing God's wisdom when you stand at a crossroads? We're going to play some music. Feel free to use the response cards to write a response or if you join us from home feel free to send us a text message or, or a chat to Northern Community.